Serving dessert probably doesn't seem that complicated until you have kids. Then you start to wonder, how often should they be having this? When do I offer it? Do they need to finish their dinner in order to get it? Do I want to handle dessert the same way my parents did? Or does something feel off about that approach? Today's episode is answering a listener question from Natalie. Hi, Natalie. She's wondering about when to let her kids have dessert, how often, and whether they need to eat their main dish to get it. Welcome back, or welcome in if this is your first time here to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy. I'm Casey Barnes from Mama Knows Nutrition. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have a master of clinical nutrition, and I have two kids. And this is your place to ask unfiltered questions about feeding your toddlers. Hit the follow button on the podcast so that you will always have the mom support you need. Or if you're a dad, you're welcome here too. Because feeding kids can bring up so many questions and challenges. My website is also a fantastic resource to search through for any questions you have. Or you want recipes, there's recipes. We've got it all. Okay, let's hear from Natalie. Hi, my name is Natalie, and I have three little girls, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a -a one-and-a-half-year-old. My question is, what's your advice in terms of dessert? You know, I've heard somebody else say, you know, you shouldn't tie dessert with how much dinner they're eating. It's either a dessert night or it's not a dessert night. And I tried that for a while, but something just feels so wrong about giving them dessert, letting them eat dessert, and they didn't even touch or try or even look at the main dish on their plate. And it'd be one thing if that was every once in a while with my two older girls, but with my middle one in particular, the four-year-old, it is literally every meal. I mean, she, I put a safe food on her plate. She will almost always eat a fruit or a yogurt squeezer. But for the main meal, she will only eat it if it's some combination of cheese and bread, you know, mac and cheese, the cheese quesadilla, a grilled cheese. And I just, I, I just, you know, I want her to be able to enjoy dessert sometimes, but I just struggle with when to allow them to eat dessert. So if you have any advice on that, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Natalie wants to know, what's my advice in terms of dessert? And what I ended up doing was writing down a list of core principles that I have about dessert, and I'll explain why. So first, I'm just going to read through each of them so you can kind of get a taste, and then I'm going to revisit each of them a little bit more deeply. So number one, dessert does not have to be earned. Number two, dessert doesn't have to be over the top all the time. Number three, dessert can be served with a meal or even before a meal instead of after. Dessert doesn't have to be every day, but it can be if you choose. Number five, liking or eating dessert does not make a child unhealthy. And number six, your child liking or eating dessert does not reflect on how you are doing in your parenting. Okay, let's bounce back up to number one. Number one is that dessert does not have to be earned. I feel very strongly about this. Natalie had said, I've heard somebody say you shouldn't tie dessert with how much dinner they're eating. I'm glad someone else was saying that. That's what I say as well. And here's why. This one can be really challenging for people to embrace. 
and agree with. So if you feel hesitant or unsure hearing me say that dessert does not have to be earned, it's not surprising for you to feel unsure about that because most of us were raised having to earn dessert, either with good behavior or eating a certain amount or clearing your plate. But what we've learned is that this type of thinking increases disordered eating behaviors, especially as kids get a little bit older. So I really recommend that if you say, okay, we are going to have dessert today, that's the decision. Now, regardless of whether they behaved well or they didn't, they still get that dessert. Whether they eat their dinner or not, they still get dessert. There are other ways to get your kids to do desired behaviors or avoid unwanted behaviors. I know dessert feels like low-hanging fruit because they really want it. So you know that if I threaten to take away this thing that they want or don't get it, I feel like I can manage their behavior in that way. That makes sense. Most of us were also raised with that approach. But I strongly recommend avoiding using it as a frequent method of controlling behavior. Of course, there are going to be times where you just, you're really upset or you're not able to think quickly in the moment. I mean, this happens to me too. And the only thing you can think of to say is, you're not going to get dessert if you do that. Or, you know, having that be a consequence, it's going to happen. You're going to slip up. But I really just want to avoid that being an everyday kind of thing. We really don't want them to think, I have to be good or I have to do a certain thing in order to earn dessert. Dessert is food, and the more that we make it feel like this special, magical thing that they have to earn, the more they're going to obsess over it and think, this is the greatest thing ever. It's kind of like, I think about diamonds. In the abstract, diamonds are pretty, yes, but there are also knockoffs that are equally as pretty. But because we've learned over time, oh my gosh, diamonds, they're the best. They're the most expensive. Like then we think, oh wow, a diamond is really what I want in my engagement ring. I'm going to be so disappointed if my fiance buys me a knockoff diamond that's less expensive because we've been conditioned to believe that diamonds have this enormous value. So if your child is conditioned to believe that dessert has this enormous value, It's going to keep interfering with how you want to feed them. They're going to want it more. They're going to ask about it more. They're going to care about it more. And then we also can move into this murky territory of them feeling like, I need to do X in order to get this type of food. And as they get older and have more control over their decisions of what they eat, when they eat, how they treat their body, I do not want them thinking that I need to do XYZ in order to have dessert today. I need to exercise for 60 minutes in order to have dessert today. I need to only eat 1,200 calories so I can have dessert today. I truly believe that to have the healthiest relationship with food and their body, they can say, I'm alive today, I want to have a dessert, and I can have that. Then they can take it for what it is, enjoy it in the moment, and move on. They're not attaching all of this extra emotional baggage to a food. Now, my principle number two is that dessert doesn't have to be over the top all the time. The reason I put this in there is because I think a lot of people instantly think, oh my gosh, so much sugar, 
Like, I don't want them having all that sugar all the time. Totally get why you would feel that way. And I think that it's totally fine if sometimes dessert is like fruit or fruit with a little whipped cream or something that you make from No Sugar Still Sweet, my recipe ebook that has all recipes sweetened only with fruit, no added sugar. Like there are ways that you can do it so that you can feel like, okay, I'm not just letting their nutrition What's that term? Like I'm throwing caution to the wind. I don't know. I'm the worst with phrases, so just ignore me. But you're not just letting go of everything with their nutrition if you're letting them have dessert. I'm not saying they can't have just a regular cookie or regular brownie or ice cream or whatever it is, but you can have that balance there where you know what? Sometimes, okay, we're going to just do that nice cream, bananas, ice cream, you know, when you just blend up the frozen bananas. That can be fine one night and then another night you do something different. So it doesn't have to feel like this all or nothing. They're either healthy or unhealthy. Principle number three is that dessert can be served with a meal or even before instead of after. And that's part of that whole concept of taking it off the pedestal, removing the magical power of it by saying, you can have this now Okay, then it's over with. You don't have to go through the entire meal of them asking, can I have it now? Can I have it now? Can I have it now? Or them taking a bite and saying, oh, I'm all done just so they can get dessert. If you give them the dessert first, I know that the fear is they're not going to get the nutrition that they need. They're only going to eat the dessert. They're going to eat all the dessert first. All of these things can be true and it can still be okay. When you think about the overall landscape in which you're feeding your child, them having dessert first sometimes is not going to have a significant impact on their overall health and nutrition. A lot of times when I serve dessert with a meal, my kids will go on to eat the other foods. Sometimes they don't. And what I've noticed is that usually it's because they're just not that hungry. So did they eat when they weren't super hungry? Yeah. Do you do that as an adult? Yeah. Is anybody perfect about that? No. It's just don't expect that from them. Don't hold them to a different standard than you would hold yourself or another adult. If I'm going out with friends, I don't do that anymore. (laughs) COVID life. Okay, I'm going out with my husband and I'm not super hungry, but he orders an appetizer that I really like. Like, yes, I'm going to nibble on that because it's something that I really like and I'd like to enjoy the taste of it. I don't have to be super hungry to still enjoy that. And that's okay. So when your kids have dessert and you give it to them first, either before their meal or with their meal, that's okay. Number four, dessert doesn't have to be every day, but it can be if you choose. The how often with dessert is what you feel comfortable with, but if you're like, Casey, I don't know what I feel comfortable with, then I'll give you some guidelines and suggestions. There do not need to be hard and fast rules, but some kids who lean towards worrying or controlling do like to have those hard and fast rules. So I'll give you an example. My son, we went through a phase where he really wanted to rely on, I gave him a choice. You can have a treat food with lunch or with dinner. What do you pick? Lunch. Okay, great. So he liked knowing that it was coming at lunch so that he wouldn't ask me about it at any other time. He knew that he could pick something that 
we have, you know, in the house from the pantry that he could have with his lunch. And then it was like taken care of. We didn't have to worry about it. I was fine with it being every day because it wasn't affecting his overall nutrition overall. It was something fun that he enjoyed and we were fine. Now it's like we stuck to that pretty strictly for a while. And now it kind of ebbs and flows and there are days that he doesn't even think about it. And that's, that's normal. There are still days where he asks for more and that's normal too. The other thing I'll say about the how often is that this might change depending on the time of year. If you're entering a season of holidays, then there's probably going to be more opportunities or there's a birthday party and, you know, They have more in that day than you typically like them to, but it's going to balance out over the course of the week or a couple weeks. Usually what I'll do is if I know, say, we have a birthday party and then we're going out to eat or I don't know, there's two things in one day or a busy weekend with a lot of activities, I will say, okay, you can pick one thing. We know we're going to a birthday party. And we also have church. There's cookies at church. Do you want to have a cookie at church or do you want to have a cupcake at the birthday party? Okay, I think that that's perfectly appropriate. If there's a day where just both happen and you're like, shoot, they had both, that's okay too. The most important thing is that you're making sure that you're giving them plenty of opportunities throughout the week for a good, well-balanced diet. And that's going to help balance everything out. Let's move on to number five. How is this all landing with you so far, by the way? I want you to check in and think, okay, does this feel like a lot? Am I learning something? Is this making me change the way I'm thinking about some of this? Is there anything I want to know more about? If there's any questions that are coming up for you, just take a second to jot them down if you're able to, if you're not driving, and you can send me those. I'm happy to hear it because I'll totally do a follow-up episode on this topic. Number five is that liking or eating dessert does not make a child unhealthy. If that's the only thing, if they're only eating dessert foods, then we can objectively say that's not providing them with all the nutrients they need to thrive. But the fact that they prefer the taste over other foods, totally normal, totally expected does not mean that they will be unhealthy. Give lots of opportunities for other foods, and it's okay to fit dessert in too. It's not going to sabotage all of the other things you're doing to keep them healthy and well. If you really stop to think about it, you are doing so much, so much to keep them healthy and well and well-balanced in their overall lifestyle and making sure that they're getting physical activity, making sure that they're socializing with friends, making sure that you're providing educational opportunities for them, enriching opportunities. It's not just about what they eat at the meal. When you're feeding them three meals a day, that's 21 meals a week. We add in snacks, and I don't even know what that is. 35, what's 7 times 5, 35? Yeah, 35 times that you're feeding them in a week. 35 eating opportunities. Do you think we can give ourselves some grace and some wiggle room on those having to all be great? They don't have to all be great to still contribute to their overall health and well-being. 
It's not like the sugar from a dessert goes into their body and snatches away all the nutrients that they got from the other food that they ate. As long as they're getting treats in addition to an otherwise balanced diet with lots of fruits slash vegetables, I know that they're not all eating all their vegetables and that's totally okay and expected to. Fruits are providing so much benefit as well. So don't worry about that. They're getting protein. They're getting whole grains. You're thinking about their healthy fats. You're doing so many things. Them having dessert is not erasing any of that. And we're at number six. Your child liking or eating dessert does not reflect on how you are doing in your parenting. This is one that maybe you don't feel like you do directly, but do you ever feel a little bit of a letdown when they only want the dessert and not the vegetable or the protein? Or maybe you feel really good when they do eat the veggie or the protein. I want you to think about what if instead I could let myself feel good about all of these positive things that I'm doing for them and role modeling for them and not have to feel bad about a choice they make that doesn't feel like the ideal scenario. Eating dessert is part of the life experience as a human on this planet. It doesn't have to bring up feelings of guilt or shame or inadequacy. You can get to a place where you feel neutral about them eating dessert if that is not where you are right now. Natalie said, Something just feels so wrong about giving them dessert, letting them eat dessert, and they didn't even touch or try or look at the main dish on their plate. That's because you want them to get good nutrients, and you feel like it's important to do that for your children. I'm proud of you for feeling that way. But here's the thing. Two things can be true. You can care about them getting what they need, and you can know that eating dessert does not prevent them from getting what they need. It may feel that way sometimes, may feel like them eating the dessert is preventing them from getting what they need in that moment, especially when I say that dessert can be with or before a meal. But they have the freedom to go ahead and eat more from their plate if they are hungry. You don't need to refill their dessert when you're offering it that way. One portion is totally fine. So I just want you to really think about the fact that we can sometimes feel like we are failing that day when they are so much more interested in the dessert than anything that they have for dinner. But it's not going to take away from the overall job that you are doing. I know you are doing so many things right. So please, please give yourself that break to know that I can't do everything right every day. I can't expect my child to do everything right every day. It's simply not possible and it's not a standard that we have to set for ourselves so that we're always disappointed with how things go. Don't expect them to eat their vegetables and their protein every time at dinner. Don't even hope for that. You have no control besides offering it, knowing that you're offering them things that they normally eat and like. You have no control past that. So please do not let that be a reflection on how you feel about how you are doing. I'm going to leave it there for today, but we can talk about dessert again. 
especially to get more into that topic of how much, since I feel like I didn't really dig into that today, so we can do that in the future. If you have other questions on dessert or do want to hear about that how much topic, please send me a DM on Instagram and let me know or fill out the question box on the podcast main page on my site, mamaknowsnutrition.com forward slash podcast. Just scroll down on there and you will see it. If this episode made you think, answered a question that you had, maybe gave you a new insight that you didn't have before, let me know by giving me a five-star rating and review telling me what you got out of this episode that was helpful for you. I appreciate those so much. Okay, talk to you next time.